wonder how they'll take to rugby league, which will, to them will seem like just action upon action, non-stop. Our next guest might be able to help with with that and a bit of racing as well. Yvonne Sampson's online. Yvonne, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are you? Yeah, hey, terrific. Good to see you yesterday, Yvonne. Hey, Yvonne, what, to Dino's point, like NFL and baseball, that they, they, I love both sports, but they are tedious at times because they go on for so long. How will the American sports fans take to rugby league, which will be high octane to them? Well, we've got this great promo and big hype reel being played in and around America at the moment. And it is selling the benefits and and the non-stop action that rugby league can give them. It's all narrated by Russell Crowe in that big gravelly voice that he can put on from the gladiator. And it's, you know, you know, non-stop hits, no helmets, no shoulder pads, you know, just full-on collision. So we are selling that contact. We are selling that Spartan-like atmosphere that rugby league can give. And I think I think the American fans, even if they don't know the finer details of what they're looking for or what they might potentially enjoy, if they take a chance and have a look, I think they'll love it because um, we're so lucky that rugby league, our humble little simple game of mm. rugby league that we absolutely adore is going to be under the bright lights, the biggest lights <laughs> in Vegas, and it's going to be prime time in America. So I'm very confident we'll be able to attract a few more fans. Isn't it extraordinary when you really sit back and pause for a minute, Vonnie, about how this has actually unfolded? Mm. (laughs) 20, 25 (laughs) years ago, we were a suburban comp in Sydney. Newtown played North, South played Penrith, et cetera, et cetera. And there was nothing wrong with those days. I love them. But to think now we're actually taking two of our prime games to Las Vegas in the biggest stadium, right on the strip, 30,000 tickets sold, and it being beamed into America on it's prime amazing, time. Isn't it? Yeah. it is one of the great accomplishments in rugby league history, in my humble opinion. I completely agree with you. And, and Bulldog, you've been a journo for, for longer than me. So you've probably been around the traps and, and seen the evolution a little bit more clearly. But when you first started, very similar to me, did you ever think you would get the opportunity to cover the game you love in the biggest sporting nation in the world in America. I never, ever thought, I never even understood how that would be possible. And, you know, I know know they took the origin over there as a bit of an exhibition game, and that was all a bit of sort of hit and giggle kind of stuff. But this is a legitimate push. And and I just can't believe that in a few weeks' time, we're going to be there. All the fans have committed. And, you know, we're down at the track, as as you said the other day, yesterday, Ray, and so many footy fans, because racing and rugby league, very, very similar people. I absolutely Absolutely. love it. And everyone's sort of going, you're going to Vegas. We've got our tickets. We can't wait. You know, so many Bunnies fans, Manly fans, Roosters fans. And I know the Broncos fans all north of the border, they've all made the big commitment. The Murdochs are pushing this big time. They have uh, bankrolled this because they want this to be a success for the Broncos as well, who have, um, they've set up a great relationship with the LA Rams. So they'll be based in LA there and using all their gym facilities and things like that. It's, it's such, the attention to detail has, has been really switched on for this because they want to make this a success. And, and yeah, I've I've never been lucky enough to go and cover an Olympic Games or an Ashes Tour or any World Cups or anything. I think, you know, our biggest uh, our biggest journey we get to do is Magic Round at Suncorp Stadium, which I love, by the way, I absolutely love. But this is taking it to a whole different level. So yeah, very excited. Vonnie, when I go away, I get a bit excited. So if you see me in a bar, I've oh, got, no. <laughs> I'm in a casino. Just give me a clip over the ear and say, "Dog, get back home, get to bed." Go hey, on, Vonnie. Will you please make sure he gets that plane back home? I'm very worried about the great man. He, he mightn't get <laughs> back. I'll go and never come back. <laughs> That's not worried. I get excited when I go overseas, right? <laughs> 
Well, uh, we all do. That's the problem with us, Leagueys. We all get a little bit overexcited. And uh, so if I see you on the rip and tear, the problem is I might pull up a chair and join you. That's the problem. I'll end up taking you back to the room. Like, Body, get in your room. Oh, dear. Hey, Ron, I better um, change the subject. Yesterday you were at Randwick and you were involved with the English Millennium as the ambassador for the Pink Bonus Series. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I know you're going to the classic sale today. And, and who won the bonus yesterday? So it fully lit, scooped the entire pool. So won the race, won the pink bonus, $400,000 check on top. And so this is such a super little cult. There was a, he had a lot of work to do. He had the wide barrier jumping from 15 and there was a little bit of pre-race drama with Serens being scratched at the stalls. Um, but by the time they jumped, he was such a professional. So mm. he's, you know, uh, just another Absolutely brilliant example from Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott out of that juvenile stable, whatever they, the magic they are able to and the education they can put into these youngsters. He was, he was just so well educated. He knew what he had to do and he's got the talent to back up the ambition to race. So by the time he jumped, he got across, he found his position and was good enough to hold everyone back. It was, um, such a great ride, such a great run for me. You know, he's not a big cult, um, but he's, he's certainly mighty and um, he's got a desire to win. And so, the, you, Ray, you were right down there and it was it turned into a scrum because there's like stuff, 40 yeah. or 50 in the syndicate. And these are the stories that we love. So majority owned from female ownership and a lot of them were saying, this is my first horse. Mm. Oh, my God, we've never been in racing before. I'm like, well... Just so you know, this never happens. This never <laughs> happens. And you've absolutely jagged a unicorn because oh, this yeah. is incredible. Now they're off to the slipper. Like How it's good. the stuff yeah. of dreams, honestly. So It's funny, Adrian. Um, it's funny, um, Yvonne, because Adrian Bott, I said, Adrian, how many people in this horse? And he said, after Rose Hill, it was about 50. Today is about 100. And that's what <laughs> happens because everyone's friends get involved, their partners get involved. It becomes their horse as well. And all of a sudden you've got – the raucous scenes we had yesterday, which is great for racing. Yeah, I totally agree. And and the more people that can enjoy and fall in love with racing, the better. And and the important part from my perspective for the Pink Bonus Series is the majority of that syndicate, over 75% are female. So that means that they're enjoying their race day experience. They're encouraging their girlfriends to get involved. And, um, and I think female ownership has never been... Uh, more attractive. It doesn't have to cost the earth. You can you can get involved in a horse, get your friends involved. And, and gents out there, if you're listening, Valentine's Day is around the corner. And I know none of you have done a single thing about it. So get out to the <laughs> sales, go buy your better half of a share in a horse and you will be partner of the year. I promise you that. Now, Vonnie, you've had a long time racing interest. Do you have any horses at the moment? I do. Only slow ones. Lovely, lovely <laughs> slow ones. Um, the other ones, tips. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Probably. Well, I've got to say, Ray's tips are superb. And so because when we work Super Saturdays, and I'm lucky enough to work with the, the great Greg Alexander, and as we know, Ray's a wonderful Panthers fan. So sometimes, Brandy, you'll get a tip off Ray, and we go, oh, quick, 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 jump on. Um, so we, we love text, getting... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love getting Ray's tips. Um, so, yeah, only only lovely ones that usually end up doing gymkhanas in Pony Club. Um, so, yes, I mean, have, seeing someone else experience and the exhilaration of winning something like the Millennium, uh, still very much a pipe dream for me. And I've uh, jumped into my first harness racing ah, uh, okay. syndicate. So, because I joined the um, Harness Racing New South Wales board 
last year. So I'm learning a lot about that. So we've got our, our first little filly. I think she'll have her first start in a few weeks' time. So, you know, really spreading my chances. Just a scattergun approach. Yeah. Hopefully I'll jag one one day. You mentioned a magic word there, Vonnie. We'll let you go. I know you're at the sales now, but syndication or syndicates, that is the magic word. Australian racing does it so well. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get involved in a horse. And there's a, a great saying in racing, you can own a hair on the horse, 1% of a horse and have 100% of the fun. And that's so true. Absolutely. And even yesterday uh, at the Inglis room and I was I was just, you know, sort of meeting new people and one of the women there and she was dressed fully in pink and I said, oh my gosh, lovely to me. You look fabulous. I said, do you own a horse? She goes, oh yes, we had a Melbourne Cup winner. I was like, beg your pardon? She goes, oh yes, we're in the share of Gold Trip. I went, Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. And she goes, oh, look, we only own one little hair, but, you know, doesn't we matter. just love it. Doesn't it matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. So imagine being able to say, oh, yes, we, we own a Melbourne Cup winner. Like, what a thrill. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what percentage you had. I can tell you the experience is magnified as if you owned the entire horse. So they've, they've made so many friends, the network, the support, the fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's so attractive. So really, if anyone's looking to get involved, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. Terrific. Hey, Vonnie, great to see you yesterday. Enjoy Vegas. Please look after my little mate next to me. Make sure he gets on that plane home. And really looking forward to the NRL season starting this season. Bulldog, I think uh, I might book a show. We might go see you two at the Sphere or maybe Magic Mike, whatever tickles your fancy, whatever peels your banana. Wow. I'm happy to go either way. It's funny, Vonnie. A friend of mine saw you two, said the Sphere was unbelievable. But they said the show amazing. was terrible. They you played, too? They played no. no songs that they knew. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, boo. Nothing. You don't apparently. want the new stuff. You want the mm. old stuff. Yeah, apparently. So mm. I shan't be seeing Bono, I don't think. All right. So Magic Mike it is. I'll That's it. And Wayne Newton. Wayne <laughs> <laughs> Newton. Is he still playing? He's still there. <laughs> hey, Bonnie, thanks, thanks for Bonnie. joining us. And, and good luck with the NRL season about to start. Thank you, boys. See you.